Welcome to Action Chapel International. We are one church in many locations worldwide. We are so excited that you took the time to join us today to feed on God's word and to enrich your spirit. We know that your life will never be the same. Now please join us for this powerful message. I don't know when and I don't know how, but I still believe God. And I want you to note this, that our God is still God of the mountains. And he's still the God of the valleys. He's still the God of good times. And he's still the God of bad times. He's the God of the day. And he's the God of the nights. He's the God of challenging times. And he's the God of good times. Time events and seasons don't change him he said i am the lord and i change not i've been meditating for some time now and as uh, i talk to people and receive calls from all over the world and one of the things that keeps coming up is why and why you and all that and as i meditate through the scriptures i've come to the conclusion that it is pride and arrogance for me to say, God, why and why me? And why have you allowed this? That is, is a sign of arrogance and lack of faith and trust in God. Job said the other day that though he slays me, yet will I trust him. But aside of that, if we believe Romans 8, 28, that all things shall work together for the good of them that love God and are and I call according to his purpose. All things, the good, the bad, and the ugly, if we believe that all things work together for our good, because we love him, and I call according to his purpose, then what gives me the right or audacity to question God and to say, why me? And if not me, then who else deserves this? If you, if you say, why me? I don't deserve this. Why have you allowed this? Does it mean that you wish this to come to somebody else and not you? No way. No way. If we believe the scriptures, then irrespective, we must stand our grounds. We must confront our challenges with the grace of God and with faith and trust in God that it doesn't matter what comes our way. That our God is able to turn that which is meant for evil for good. It doesn't matter what. We must learn to despise the shame. And we must not be ashamed of each other. Of the servant of the Lord irrespective. To say why. What have I done? God why me? I believe is a sign of pride, arrogance and the lack of faith in God. Because if we believe the scriptures. That all things shall work together for our good. Then let's believe that these two will work together for our good. Some way, somehow. If you believe that, put your hands together and give God some praise. I began some series with you before um, we began the services online. And I did preach on pride for two hours. And I want to continue because 
these are series that I have determined to share with you. And these are times of testing and trial of our faith. It's easy, but there come a time in all of our lives where all the things we have heard, we've been taught. We have taught others and preached to others. We have to live up to it. And an opportunity is given to us to come into the exam room and to put our faith to a test to see whether all the teachings and the preachings we have made to others and others have received works or does not work. And I believe that these are one of the times in all of our lives and in the life of all believers across the globe to be tested and to see whether we believe or we don't believe. And it is what it is. I believe we are in an exams room and we are all being tested to see whether we will pass or fail. I am determined to pass the test. I don't know about you, but I am determined to pass. And I will pass with bright colors. Some way, somehow, I will come through successfully. I don't know about you, but I trust and hope and believe that you also will pass your test. Because I don't know what you are facing, what you are dealing with, and what confronts you. But everybody is dealing with something. Your issue may not be mine, mine may not be yours, but everybody is going through something in their own way. Everybody is dealing with something. And I want to say that humility counts. Humility counts. Keep that in mind. Write it down. Humility counts. It counts. Because there come a time where everybody realizes that money has limitation. Knowledge, education, logic, philosophy has limitation. Power has expiry dates. But humility and faith in God will take you places where money, knowledge, philosophy, education, intellectual capabilities cannot take you. Somebody was telling me the other day, I think it was Bishop Obodai, that when the virus left China and began to spread, it went to a place in Italy that was the most advanced medical center in all of Europe. It didn't go anywhere else, but the most advanced center medically in all of Europe and from there it spread across Italy and went to other parts of Europe before it went to the United States and it's very humbling to hear that that it didn't go anywhere else 
back to the most advanced city and place in Italy and they couldn't manage it that makes foolish of knowledge it makes foolish of philosophy whatever our argument is the COVID-19 is making foolish even of the scientific advancement of our time that the men and the women in the sciences are saying that this virus is like a chameleon. It keeps changing its colors. And the other day, a few of them were talking to me and said, Archbishop, this will take God and prayers. It will take God and prayers. And if it will take God and prayers, you and I don't have to be distracted. But all that is going on because a lot of the things that are happening to us are distractions to keep us from doing what we know how to do the best. Praying, having faith in God, believing God, giving God our undivided attention. And my father in the Lord, Archbishop Benson Idahosa said the other day, he said, if you give the devil attention, he will give you direction. It's a good place to clap your hands. Yes, it is. If you give the devil attention, he will give you direction. And if there's anything Satan wants of you and I in this time is to give attention to his arguments. And if we pay attention to the argument that the enemy has put out there, he will give us direction. As much as the scientists or the doctors are speaking from the place of understanding and knowledge of medical science, we as the church must be very careful because anytime I've watched CNN, you will hear things like they are projecting that a hundred thousand Americans will die between now and October this year. Hundred thousand more Americans will die. And it's a projection. And for whatever reason, the church is not doing anything about it. The church is quiet. Men of God are quiet. Nobody is speaking to it. There is no counter declaration. And because it's a prediction and a projection, and we keep hearing it and keep hearing it, and it's being spoken into the atmosphere, and no counter declaration has come up. Nobody is saying anything contrary. Eventually, 100,000 Americans may end up dying because that is the projection and the prediction from medical science. And nobody is doing anything. Nobody is saying anything. For whatever reason, the enemy has gotten us all to focus on ourselves and to be afraid and be distracted by all that is going on and happening to us that for whatever reason, we have allowed the enemy to have the free hands to say what he wants to say, to do what he please, and the church is being subjected to the power of medical science, and it looks like, where is God? But let me make this statement again, ladies and gentlemen, as I did before, that God is still the God of the mountains. He's still the God of the valleys. He's the God of good times. He's the God of bad times. Are you hearing me, somebody? He's the God of the day. He's the God of the night. And if you believe that, put your hands together and say amen. He is. Quickly, let's look at some scriptures because time is of the essence this time. 
around. We have to take every second and minute so very important. There was a time that we had the freedom and we didn't use the time wisely. Now we have to. And these are some of the lessons we learned. I said to somebody that it is not what you go through that matters, but it is the lessons you learn out of it. And it is the lesson we learn out of everything we are going through that determines the outcome of our lives and our circumstances. So let's learn something out of all that we are going through. God said to Abraham that your descendants will go into captivity for 400 years. But after 400 years, they will come out with great substance. So it's not what you are going through, but it is the lessons you learn that determines how you come out and what you come up with. Jeremiah 13 and 18. Jeremiah 13 and 18. Say unto the king and to the queen, humble yourselves, <laughs> sit down, for your principalities shall come down, even the crown of your glory. He said, you see, I said humility count. Here the prophet is speaking under inspiration from God. And he says, say to the kings, say to the queens, the king, the queen, sit down, humble yourself. Because the, the, the prime minister of Italy said, we have done everything we know how to do. And then he said, the rest is in God's hands. Say, say it's in God's hands. It's in God's hands. There come a time where every one of us must come to that place where you take your hands off the situation and acknowledge the fact that as for this one, but God is in God's hands. You have to take your hands off and let it be in God's hands. He said, say to the king and the queen, sit down, sit down, sit down. Stop worrying, stop worrying, stop agitating, stop trying to make sense out of it. You can't make sense. I said, sit down, humble yourself for your principalities, your nobles, your elders, your counselors are all coming down. This is something that they can't handle and deal with. And he said, even the crown of your glory, your pride, your arrogance, your excellency, the things that make you feel like you are everything and you are all in all, it will all be brought down. So sit down and humble yourself. It is the time of humility. COVID-19 has proven to all of us and the entire world that humility counts and like never before, let us humble ourselves in the sight of God and he will exalt us in due season. Hallelujah. Let's go ahead to the book of Proverbs 16, 18, 16, 18. Pride goeth before destruction and an haughty spirit before a fall. Pride and a haughty spirit always precedes falling and destruction. When you see people haughty, arrogant and proud irrespective of who you might be you are on your way to destruction so let's avoid being proud and being arrogant hallelujah i have come to the conclusion that unforgiveness is a sign of pride and arrogance but humility and forgiveness forgiveness is a sign forgiveness is a sign of humility because forgiveness is a command. It's a command. It's a command. And irrespective of our principles and the laws and our logic and our experience and whatever knowledge we have in life, 
at the end of the day, remember that forgiveness is a sign of humility. So let's learn to be humble. Let's go ahead to Proverbs 18 and 12. 18 and 12. Before distraction, the heart of man is haughty. Mm. And before honor is humility. Before honor is humility. And when you look at humility also carefully from the original rendering, humility also means accepting humiliation. Accepting humiliation. Like Jesus accepted humiliation of the cross. He went to the cross, hung on the cross, despised the shame of the cross. And there on the cross, he was told by people he healed and helped and healed their children and helped their families. When he hung naked on the cross, all that represents shame, embarrassment. And they said unto him, if you claim to be the son of God, come down from the cross and save yourself. There come a time in all of our lives, like we find ourselves in right now in the history of humanity, where you walk with this feeling of helplessness and powerlessness and perplexity and the feeling of hopelessness. Yeah, there come a time. That was where Jesus was. Helplessness, powerlessness, hanging on the cross. If you claim to be who you are, if you healed all these people, and you help all these people and their children, why don't you help yourself? Why don't you come down from the cross and save yourself? Yesterday I had some meetings with the elders and the deacons and deaconesses and a lady in this church walked to me and said, Papa, you remember when my son had that COVID-19 virus and he had to come to Ghana and he almost died and you prayed with us and he made it and he came home and we live with, with him and nothing happened to us and he's well and healed gone back to work in Britain and we are all fine and nothing has happened to us I said yes I remember and he said I wanted to testify about it and I said you will and we'll give you opportunity later not right now but when she left and I was walking I said wow God so you do these things through human vessels you do it and and it's to show you that it is God at work and not us you see, it is God at work, not us. It is God that worketh in us, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. So none of us possess any power. We are tools and vessels and instruments and vehicles in the hands of God. And God can choose to do whatever he pleases with us at any time. And he can also choose not to do it. But he's still God. He's still God. That is true Christianity. You know, when the songwriter said the other day, when peace like a river attended my way, when sorrows like sea below slow, watch the words, With my soul, with my 
1812 quickly before destruction the heart of man is haughty mm -hmm. and before honor is humility before honor is humility we have to believe that whatever we are going through and dealing with will end up in honor and for our shame he will give us double honor you have to believe it there's no middle ground you either believe or you don't believe it is what it is I was saying to people the other day that we have faith to go to the marketplace where people are gathered and some are observing the protocols and some are not. We go to the mall, shopping centers, hospital, to the job, to places in town and we have faith that God will protect us. But for whatever reason, we don't have faith that when we come to church, God will protect us. We are, we are afraid that when we come to church, we will catch the virus. Even though there is order in the house, and we are doing more than is required to ensure that people are protected. It seems to me that for whatever reason, logic is becoming an argument that is winning over faith, but not my faith in God. Let's go ahead quickly. Philippians 2, 5 and 11. Philippians 2, 5 and 11. My time is moving. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, mm -hmm. who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation. No reputation. I have no reputation. I lost my reputation long time ago. And I've come to the conclusion that in this life, if you want to accomplish God's plan for your life, and if you want to be anything and count for something in life, you must be ready like Jesus did, to be stripped and emptied of reputation and you must be void of ego, void of ego, void of arrogance. You must come to a place where Jesus came to, having no reputation. It is required of every one of us in life, if Jesus had to go through it, that we are void of ego. Go ahead. And took upon him the form of a servant mm -hmm. and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Okay, we can continue that when we go home because of time. Let's look at 2 Samuel 6, 
21 to 22, fast my time. So David, so David said to Michal, it was before the Lord who chose me instead of your father and all his house to appoint me ruler over the people of the Lord, over Israel. Therefore, I will play music before the Lord and I will be even more undignified than this. And I will be humble in my own sight. But as for the maid servants of whom thou have spoken, by them I will be held in honor. Uh, you know what happened when he danced before the Lord and his wife was so embarrassed and said, you didn't do right and you are king, you should be honorable and uh, what you did was wrong. And David said, you know something? I will be humble in my own sight, in my own eyes before the Lord and as for those who think would dishonor me, they will honor me. But it is what it is. Quickly, because of time, let's look at 2 Corinthians chapter 6, from verse 4 to 10. Lord, have mercy. I got two hours, uh, two minutes. But in all things, approving ourselves as the ministers of God. This is what Paul said, as ministers of God. This is how we prove to be ministers of God. Go ahead. In much patience. In much patience, which is required in this time. In afflictions. We must understand that there will be afflictions. Uh -huh. In necessities. In necessities. In distresses. In distresses. Distress. In stripes. In imprisonments. Imprisonment. In tumults. Uh -huh. In labors. In Labor. watchings. Watching. In fastings. In fasting. By pureness. Uh -huh. By knowledge. By yeah. long suffering. Uh -huh. By kindness. By uh -huh. the Holy Ghost. Uh -huh. By love and faith. Mm -hmm. By the word of truth. Mm -hmm. By the power of God. By the armor of righteousness on the right hand and on the left hand. Uh -huh. By honor and dishonor. By honor and dishonor. Go ahead. By evil report and good report. By evil report and good report. As deceivers and yet true. Uh -huh. They say we are deceiving people and yet we are genuine. Go ahead. As unknown and yet well known. As unknown and yet well known. As dying and behold we live. We, it's like we are dead. Counted to the, uh, as sheep to the slaughter. We die daily. And yet we leave. Go ahead. As chastened and not killed. As chastened, rebuke, chastised, and yet not killed. Go as ahead. sorrowful, yet always rejoicing. Yeah. As poor, yet making many rich. Uh -huh. Poor, as poor, but making many rich. Go ahead. As having nothing, and yet possessing all things. Amazing, amazing. Quickly, let's finish. Um, Genesis 20, Genesis 50 and 20. Genesis 50 and 20. But as for you, he thought evil against me, but God meant it unto good to bring to pass as it is this day to save much people alive. Amen. Okay, quickly, Job 13, 15. Job 13, 15. It will turn for good. It will Though turn he for slay good. me, yet will I trust in him. Amen. But I will maintain my own ways before him. Hallelujah. Job 42, 10. Job 42, 10. And the Lord turned the captivity of Job uh -huh. when he prayed for his friends. Mm -hmm. Also, the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. Not when he complained, but when he prayed for his friends. Not when he was bitter or sorrowful, but when he prayed for his friends. 2 Timothy 1, 12. 2 Timothy 1, 12. 2 Timothy 1, 12. For the which cause I also suffer these things. Uh -huh. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed. For I know, For I know whom I have believed. Yes. And I'm persuaded, persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him yes. against that day. Are you persuaded? 
I know people are sitting far from you, but just look at them from wherever you are and say, are you persuaded? I am. Are you persuaded? And tell somebody, I am persuaded. I am persuaded. And listen to what he said. He said, I am not ashamed. I am not ashamed. I am not ashamed, nevertheless. He said, nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know in whom I have believed, and I am persuaded that he is able. Are you persuaded? Are you ashamed? Last scripture, 2 Timothy 1 16. 2 Timothy 1 16. The Lord give mercy unto the house of Onesiphorus, for he oft refreshed me and was not ashamed of my chain. He wasn't ashamed of my chains. Let us not be ashamed of the servant of the Lord. Let us not be ashamed of one another because of difficult times and trying times. But let's believe that all things shall work together for our good. And if we believe that, then let us not say, God, why me? What's going on? Why have you allowed this? If it is not you, should it happen to somebody else? It shouldn't. So believe God and let's keep loving him and believe that we are the call according to his purpose and it will work together for our good. God bless you. Thank you for coming. We know that you were blessed by that message and we look forward to sharing God's word with you once again. For more information on this and many other Action Chapel International products and messages, you may visit our Dominion Bookshop located on the premises of Action Chapel, Spintex Road. Or you may call our offices on 030-701-1851. Or you may also visit us online at www.actionchapel.net. Once again, thank you for joining us today and may your life continue to be changed in God's presence.